Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um, the bad news is people who have a heart attack also have a high risk of having another one. But the good news is that there are steps that they can take to prevent them from having a secondary attack. Dr. Nyika Goldberg is the author of Dr. Nyika Goldberg's Complete Guide to Women's Health. She's an award-winning and highly acclaimed book author. She's written several, and she's here to talk to us about how to prevent another heart attack. How are you this morning? I'm fine. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, That is bad news, though, that, you know, you can have a second heart attack. And I'm sure uh, people who have had the first one are always, you know, kind of feeling that that feeling of doom that the next one is right around the corner. And it's overwhelming. Yeah. That's right. It's overwhelming. And, and, you know, um, when people go to the hospital with heart attacks or have heart procedures like stents, Mm -hmm. before discharge, they're given medicines to prevent the need for a, a second stent or a recurrent heart attack. In fact, one in four people who survive a heart attack will have a second one. But we can do things to reduce that risk. And many people don't realize that managing hidden risk factors like untreated high blood pressure, unhealthy eating habits, and poor medication adherence may reduce your risk for having a sec- another heart attack. Wow. And the American Heart Association, I'm working with them on this initiative um, to prevent a second heart attack, mm-hmm. and it's sponsored by Bayer, and it's to remind people to follow their doctor's recommendations to help reduce your risk factors. Right. And did you know that up to 80% of heart attacks are preventable by managing these risk factors? I would think so, yes. Um, and, and, you know, from um, um, I just went through a heart thing with my mother-in-law, a situation last right. year, before last and um, she had to have a stent and a valve repair. And, you know, you come out a little leery about everything. So, yes, I would right. think that you would do everything you can not to have those things happen to you again. That's right. And, you know, it's really important. It seems overwhelming. Your doctor says, take these medicines, mm-hmm. um, go to cardiac rehab, which is right. an organized program of exercise and nutritional counseling mm-hmm. and stress management. And it seems overwhelming. But those medications, including aspirin that's prescribed before discharge, that are prescribed before mm-hmm. discharge, are an important effort to reduce heart attack risk. Yeah, and, and for women, I know you write specifically about women and heart health. Um, our symptoms are different. 
and they we present different from men. So can you talk about that for just a moment? Well, I, I want to go over the symptoms of a heart attack so okay. men and women mm-hmm. know when to go to the hospital. Okay. So the, the, the common symptoms of a heart attack are chest tightness or pressure. It feels like an elephant sitting on your chest, and it, sometimes it's on the middle of your chest. It could be the left or right and lower down. And a lot of times women get the symptoms lower down, and they think, oh, it's supposed to be on the left side with the heart, but mm-hmm. that's not true. It could be anywhere in the chest. And, and sometimes the symptoms uh, radiate down the arm, up the neck, to the jaw, and you and, and women often experience shortness of breath, like mm-hmm. you feel like you've run a marathon, but you've just been sitting in this in a chair. Weakness or fatigue or fainting may be heart symptoms. And it's important that if you should get the sudden onset of these symptoms, particularly if you're at risk for heart disease, mm-hmm. that you don't waste time looking them up on the Internet, <laughs> that you call 911 and get yeah. to the hospital. <laughs> That's true. We do waste time, don't we? <laughs> we do. And, you know, women actually delay when they did a study of w- women get to the hospital later than men mm-hmm. because they often delay Get, um, getting to the hospital, even when 911 comes to pick them up. Wow! And a really? lot of that is because women are women are worried about what's going to happen to their home and who's going to take care of their family. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Well, tell people where they can go to get more information. Uh, to get more information, you can go to heart.org/slash one is enough. One is enough. And that's the information. One is for definitely today. enough. Yes, yes. That's the information today. Heart.org. One is enough. Dr. Nyika Goldberg joins us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning and thank you for joining us. I'm Twan Black. And of course, uh coronavirus, all kinds of stuff out there. The flu, but the coronavirus is the big thing. But in Atlanta, we're about to go through our allergy season. I've already got the itchy nose and the red eyes and all of that. And Dr. N.K. Williams is here. She's our wellness expert. And she's uh, CEO of the Vivicare Wellness Center. And she's here to talk about allergies and how to boost our immune system. How are you this morning? Wonderful. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Two cases of coronavirus in Georgia already. Yep, it's it's coming. <laughs> well, they got those two people quarantined, but how many people did they come in contact with, you know, before she knew uh, she had it? I mean, it's just interesting. This is an interesting time, I think, for the world, don't you? Yeah, definitely. You know, the most recent research I read with this virus is that it, it's actually contagious 2 to 14 days before you're displaying any of the signs and symptoms. So, you know, the danger is that people could be walking around contagious and they don't really know that they're carrying anything. Mm. So that's why it's really important to take, you know, protective measures on a consistent basis, whether you feel like you're at risk or not, um, so that if you do come into contact with it, your immune system's going to be stronger, um, you know, keeping your areas clean and those sorts of things to prevent getting contaminated with it. So let's talk, let's go talk about the immune system first. Before I talk about allergies, um, in in where we are today and what we're, of course, there's all these protocols out here. Um, you know, like I got my hand sanitizer and my um, Lysol wipes or my Clorox wipes and wiping everything down and, 
not touching doors and doing all that stuff. But what about the inside? We, I think we got the outside part good. But what about how do we boost our immune system? So there are certain um, vitamins that are really important in, in mitigating the immune response. So, you know, our white blood cells are responsible, certain, certain white blood cells, for attacking viruses and neutralizing them. Mm. So we want to make sure that that system is functioning optimally. Mm-hmm. And there's a few different things that, you know, are really important to make sure that's a smooth process. So number one is, is vitamin C. Um, that is, like, the most powerful thing to neutralize foreign invaders into your system. So you want to be taking 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. Um, other ways that you can get vitamin C are through your food. Mm-hmm. But I think during this time, you know, things like, you know, red bell peppers, um, citrus fruits and vegetables are really good. But you want to make sure that you're getting an, some extra vitamin C. Right. So it's, it's a time where I think it's really important that, you know, you supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin D um, is really responsible for a huge part of the immune system and, you know, 85% of people are, are deficient in vitamin D. So you want to make sure that you're taking a supplement. And, you know, we're coming right out of winter where people tend to display more of the signs of deficiency. So with vitamin D, in order for it to boost your immune system, you can start with 5,000 IUs per day. So we've got vitamin C and vitamin D. Um, and then the next thing is some sort of immune support. So there's a product that we recommend in our office called Virusid. And it's a blend of different herbal compounds that basically attack viruses and neutralize them. So taking that preventatively is something I wake up and do every morning, um, especially now, so that if I do come into contact with something, my body's going to be able to hopefully neutralize it pretty quickly and then I don't become infected. Wow. And um, lastly is oil of oregano. So there's a powerful component in that. Um, and now you can get that in the droplets, five droplets under the tongue mm-hmm. or... It, it doesn't taste the greatest, so you can get it um, in pill form. And, again, that just helps to neutralize viruses and bacteria. Dr. Cass Ingram, uh, that guy and that oil of oregano, he is off the chain, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good stuff, Yeah, it's though. great for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really, mm-hmm. really is. What was the thing before it, oil of oregano, virusid? Uh, virus said, like, so it's spelled V-I-R-A-C-I-D. Um, it is something that you have to get through a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if anybody wants it, we're happy to ship it to you. Okay. Um, yeah, it is It is awesome. Something I just take during flu season in general, but now, you know, definitely making sure I'm taking it every day so that my immune system is nice and strong. So, you know, what they're, the way this virus replicates is pretty, you know, interesting. So it's got these prong-like structures on it, mm-hmm. and those prong-like structures attach to the host cell, and then it, it invades the host cell, and it uses the host cell machinery to make more virus cells and then wow. spit them out to reinfect other ones. So where these supplements kind of come into play is they prevent it from attaching or they neutralize it before it can infect. Okay. Got it. So Got it. making sure that you're up on, on those, mm-hmm. those things um, will definitely put you you know, ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, if you smoke, stop smoking, eat a diet high in fruits and vegetables, exercise. Uh, if you drink alcohol, drink only in moderation. Make sure you get adequate sleep. I know some people that never sleep. I don't know how they're still alive, but they never sleep. How do you do that? Yeah, sleep is where you're, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep, your body doesn't get a chance to repair. Mm-hmm. So you're 
you're putting an added stress on your body, and then you're expecting it to be able to, you know, handle contact with viruses and bacteria. Yeah, and it can't. It can't do it. So um, I'm already scratching my nose and already got the watery eyes. So, (laughs) you know, allergy season is here. However, I want to tell everybody about my little allergy thing last year so that we could talk about that as well. So I got stung by something. I wasn't sure what it was. So that night I, you know, put cold compress on it. My arm was nice and bright and red and yucky looking. And I thought I got bitten by mosquitoes because we were outside. Um, Put Benadryl. I drank Benadryl that night. Um, Got up. Arm was still red. Had some other little patches by that time. And I came to work on Sunday morning, did my show. By Sunday night, my voice was gone and my lips were swelling. So I was having a serious reaction, an anaphylactic reaction to something. I go to urgent care that night, and um, where we stayed for about five or six hours. He did the EpiPen. He was like, what bit you? I was like, I have no idea because I didn't see anything bite me. Um, however, um, when I finally got to a doctor a couple of days later, well, a day later, um, and they took the test. Of course, she gave she just gave me a whole bunch of medicine to kind of get it under control where they could do blood work because they couldn't even get a needle in my arm at that time. Um, and when the reports came back, dust mites, cockroach carcasses. She, she said cockroaches are the 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 um the insect that keeps on giving because she said even when you kill it the uh when it dies the the carcass of it emits a toxin so I'm allergic to that and she says it's everywhere every building you go in in America has cockroach you know carcasses and she said but the thing that will kill you are bees and I was like I've never known that I was allergic to bees so apparently I gotten bitten by a bee got stung by a bee and uh, had a anaphylactic uh, reaction to it. So not only am I very careful in this season of um, allergies, and it's already here because I mean, I, I'm literally, you know, scratching my nose and eyes are watering and everything, but um, I have to be careful of bees. So let's talk about this allergy thing. This is, it's crazy for me because, you know, how do you get 50 plus and then realize, hey, you're allergic to bees. That's what will kill you. No, <laughs> we're not trying to do that. Yeah, allergies are allergies are funny. So they have something called a bimodal distribution. So you can be really allergic to as a child mm. or an adult. So like the, the middle ages, you know, like your 20s, 30s, maybe not so bad. But then all of a sudden allergies can just kind of hit you where your system becomes more sensitive. So, you know, living in the South where we get, we actually get pollen season twice mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the spring and in the fall. Yes. Um, just this flood of pollen and our system basically is not used to it. So what you want to do is actually desensitize your immune system now while the pollen is, you know, just starting. Mm-hmm. And so when that flood of pollen comes, you're not going to base, your system is not really going to freak out as much. So it, it sounds kind of crazy, but taking, uh, taking bee pollen. <laughs> so from local bees, and um, you want to make sure it's local because that's, the local bees are going to pick up the, the antigens where you live. And you start gradually by taking that, um, you know, every day, start off with five granules, gradually work mm-hmm. your way up to a teaspoon. And that is going to desensitize your um, desensitize your immune system. So when the pollen comes, your body is like, okay, 
I've seen you before and I'm not going to freak out. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I hear a lot of people around here sneezing already. I mean, early in the morning already sneezing their heads off. Uh, They got the runny, stuffy nose, runny and stuffy. That's crazy at the same time. And um, but the sneezing is I think is driving them crazy already. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, most people, they're going to reach for the over-the-counter antihistamine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had patients in the office that were taking it every day. And, you know, it's okay to take those things once in a while. But when you're taking them on a daily basis, the, the side effects do become a concern. Mm. So it can have effects on your liver, your kidneys. It's also been linked possibly to dementia and memory issues, um, dehydration as well. So, of course, we have some a natural supplement for that. It's called dehistamine. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's a, a blend of different herbal medicines. It's got something in there called quercetin, which basically helps. It works in a similar pathway to your over-the-counter antihistamines, mm-hmm. but um, it doesn't have all of the side effects. So, you know, in, in most cases, nature provides what we need. It's just a matter of knowing when to take it and how to take it. So what form does the bee pollen come in? Is that is that a dry thing or is it a liquid? So it's um it actually looks like little tiny granules. Mm-hmm. You can get it in pill form, um, but it, when it comes to it being absorbed, just the granules under the tongue. And, you know, they don't have much of a taste to them. You can add it to your smoothies or, you know, sprinkle it on your salads. You don't have to just take it as is. Um, and it usually comes it comes in a jar and you want to keep it in the fridge away from sunlight. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, insect sting allergies, um, like mm-hmm. what I was having, and actually for an entire year almost had to deal with um, the hives of it. And, of course, the allergists want you to get some shots, you know, get those shots. And uh, I have not acquiesced to that as of yet. Yeah, you know... Your gut health is so important when it comes to immune response, allergic response. So, you know, getting these allergy shots, you have to get them consistently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and on, ongoing. So it's not really curing the problem. It's just making your system less sensitive and almost a little bit weaker mm-hmm. to, to these things that you come into contact with. So I would say, number one, you want to make sure, of course, if you're having anaphylactic reaction, go to the hospital. Yeah. Don't mess around with that. Yeah. Um, but if you're having ongoing kind of low-grade allergies, you want to make sure that you're looking at your, your gut health, you know. Um, are are your, the bacteria in your gut doing the job that they're supposed to do? Are they balanced and that sort of thing um, before, you know, taking on some serious uh, medicated mm-hmm. route? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. your body is designed to to fight off foreign invaders. It's just a matter of making sure it's prepared to do that. Right, right. So we've got hay fever. We've got insect allergies. And a lot of people deal with food allergies. And some, it's funny, um, like I have an aunt who, um, you know, we're seafood eaters from Florida, so love seafood. And they love crabs. She mm-hmm. probably was in her 40s before she had her first reaction to uh, shellfish, you know? Yeah, so again, just, you know, being older, um, you know, when I hit 30, I got a really bad reaction to shrimp. And then, so I didn't eat shrimp for seven years, and one day I tried it, and, um, you know, I was I got a little bit of hives on then. Mm-hmm. I was like, I left it alone for a couple of years, and then tried it again, and I was fine. Um, but with crab, you know, I can get 
swollen. So it's not, that's not like actually a true food allergy. It's more mm. of a sensitivity. Okay. So it's your body telling you that, you know, this food is inflammatory to your system mm-hmm. and you really sh- shouldn't be eating it. And the other thing is, if you are eating a certain type of food consistently over time, your body can develop a sensitivity to it. So if you're eating crab every single day, <laughs> or, <laughs> um, your body's going to say, okay, enough's enough. Right. Um, give me something different. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't get processed the same way in your system. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and I don't know if this was a sensitivity. One of my kids um, um, had high, she had a serious reaction to a certain uh, fruit punch that had a lot of citrus acid in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that would be an allergy. I know some people are allergic to the um, the dyes and mm. certain types of juices and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Like those red dyes they put in, you know, those fruit punches right. and stuff. Right, yeah. Um, a lot of people are allergic or sensitive to that. So, yeah. you know, in, that, in his case, um, either avoid it completely or if he really wants to know specifically, go and get a, mm-hmm. you know, Food sensitivity test done to see. So the other thing is drug allergies. Um, a lot of people um, are allergic to, you know, over-the-counter drugs, certain drugs. Uh, if you look at the uh, the drug interaction, almost the things that we take, oh, my God, you would not want to take anything. So sometimes you have drug allergies and you don't realize that's what's causing your problem as well. Yeah, you know, I had, I had a patient come in um with highs and I, you know, one of the things I always ask, have you taken any medication mm-hmm. recently? And then, you know, um, some antiviral medications have, you know, hives is a side effect. Wow. So, um, of course, you know, I pull it up and I'm like, I show it to them. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's not, so, you know, it's not the food, it's not the environment. It's actually the side effects to the drugs that they're taking mm-hmm. that are causing, you know, these allergy like symptoms. Yeah. And they can be severe, you know, so, mm-hmm. Um, so when do you, when do you see a, a doctor about, I know when you, when it's anaphylactic, like it was for me, lip swelling, I, my throat was closing up, um, you severe shortness of breath, uh, you might be lightheaded, uh, you might have nausea and vomiting, uh, all of those things. Of course, it's life threatening. If you can't get to, an uh, uh, emergency room, you need to call 911. But for the rest of the stuff, when when do we need to really see a doctor and see what's going on with us? I'd say if it's happening repeatedly, um, like say, for example, you know, you've got this low-grade kind of rash that's happening consistently over time. Because, you know, that, as you know, it can be very annoying and just mentally mm-hmm. mess with you, right, mm-hmm. when you're itchy all the time. Yeah. Um, if it's interrupting your daily activities, and, you know, if you've tried cutting out some of the things you maybe think that are causing it and you're still experiencing, symptom, experiencing symptoms, you definitely want to make sure that you're, you know, getting that investigated to see what it is. And, you know, that may involve some blood work, um, yeah. you know, food sensitivity, environmental sensitivity testing as well. Um, when I went to the doctor for mine, they took 19 vials of blood. <laughs> and, wow. when, and when the report came back, it was like 10 pages. She was like, you did not disappoint. So, but, but however, I, I will say that the difference is in when you get a natural, natural way of counteracting it. Uh, and as opposed to going to a doctor and I think she gave me five medications to take Mm -hmm. it was crazy it was crazy so not taking those uh I decided to go the natural way and uh it works for me but you have to really 
you know, give it time and figure it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like a puzzle, you know. So we want to figure out, like I said, is the is your gut health right? Is the immune system strong to mm-hmm. fight these things off? So, say for example, you had decided to take those five medications, you would still be on them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your system wouldn't get a chance to kind of figure out how to deal with these things. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a probably a longer route, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. in order to get your system functioning optimally. But you, you know, you just have to kind of make that choice. Do you want the quick fix and to be on five meds for years or do you want to figure out how your system can you know fight these allergens naturally and eventually not be on anything yeah yeah and um when we looked at the the side effects of the shots um Mm -hmm. i could not in in honesty do it to myself (laughs) yeah and i i think yeah um allergic reaction was one of the side effects exactly i was like okay you give me a shot for allergic reaction but it says allergic reaction it was one of the side effects that i was just like this is crazy so we're gonna give you this but it might not work it might make it worse right 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 so i decided not and and when i go to visit her um she says well when are you gonna set up everything for the shots oh I'm getting through this and let me get through this. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do it just yet, but uh, I'm not going to do it. So it's it's just interesting. You really have to decide how you want to fight and how you want to take care of your body, um, you know, in, in this environment. You really do. So um, very good information, especially on boosting the immune system because of what we're going through right now. Uh, for some people, this coronavirus is like a cold, and for some people, it is unto death. So, you know, and, and I think that is the difference between the immune systems, right? Yeah, exactly. A lot of the people who um, have passed away from it have other comorbidities, you know, mm-hmm. so they've got other health issues, so their immune system is not strong enough to fight it. And then you've got some people, there's, you know, the cases in Toronto, everybody's survived. They just had, you know, mild flu-like symptoms, and they're fine. So. Yeah. You want to make sure that you're prepared for it. Um, just do do your part. Do everything that you can do to make sure you're you're ready if you do come into contact with the virus. That's right. That's right. Um, Dr. K, tell us about Vivica Wellness. So we are a full-service wellness center located in uh, Sandy Springs on 285, just on Roswell Road, just inside 285. And we focus on helping people optimize their health. So, you know, if there's anything that you're struggling with and you want to kind of get to the root cause of the problem and find some solutions to enhance your health overall, then you should definitely come and see us. Um, Our website is vivicarewellness.com, and uh, we can also be reached at 404-963-1913. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Another great topic and very helpful to our community. Thank you so much, Dr. K. Thank you.